I have a whole 11 minutes, so I thought I'd share it. <laughs> you got anything yet? Well, I want to follow. Okay, he wants to follow. All right. God, <clears throat> oh, this is so weighty to have David Wilcox following me. That must mean I'm a leader. <sighs> this morning I woke up and um, I'm missing some of my friends. Um, some of my brothers, like Renee Greenwich, who uh, is a large African-American woman that I sort of built the persona for Papa off of. I'm missing Richard Twiss, big tall drink of, you know, from the two-legged kind in the tribe of Sioux, right? Missing him. He texted me a really funny Samoan joke right before he died. It's one of my treasures. And... Uh, Actually, I was really sick, and I was supposed to be in D.C., and he was, he was calling me to make sure I was okay. And uh, I collapsed. I'm missing Malcolm, who's our grandbaby that didn't uh, make it into our arms last year. Um, I'm thrilled to be part of the community of humanity. More, the, the deeper my healing gets, the more tender my world gets, the more emotionally colored it gets. But it is a experience that does not wound, but it is tender. I love that God has a high view of humanity. The incarnation, Jesus, is God's best sound of music to tell us I love humanity Jesus in the incarnation is a high view of humanity Carl Bart I love it when when they have lists here and they say Carl and then they say Bart <clears throat> but the other one the Carl Bart with an H on the end like to say God will not be God apart from us. This is about learning how to celebrate our humanity, and Jesus comes to show us what it's like to be fully human and fully alive. All of these people, I'm missing Nathan, who is a little young Down syndrome boy who I built cabbie off of a few years ago. He did hide-and-seek and got out of the Portland Coliseum on a Trailblazer game and ran in front of two cars. And I'm sure Renee Greenwich and Jerry Cook and a bunch of my friends said, come on in. We're, we've been watching. We've been waiting. Cloud of Witnesses. Cloud of Witnesses used to be a terrifying thing to me. Probably to any adolescent boy. <laughs> I love my friend. Scott Klausner is my friend, and he, it's his birthday today. So happy birthday, Scott. Scott is the second man in the world in my history who told me, I don't care how badly you screw this up, I'm not leaving. I wish my dad had been the first man to tell me, but, but his dad had destroyed that piece of him by the time I got there. And he didn't have the vocabulary for it. The first man that told me actually was when I was a child, and it was Jesus, and I didn't believe him. 
And we're such control freaks that we, we get to the place where we don't want to take the risk of relationship. You know, pornography is a lot easier. It's an imagination of having a relationship without the risk of actually having one. When Scott told me that he didn't care how much I messed up my life, and he finally said, I'm not leaving, and I believed him, it's when I also believed what Jesus had been telling me the whole time. Incarnation and presence. I love our humanity and all of these people, all these people, one of the things that was true about them is they made me laugh. Because laughter originates in the relationship of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If he knew me from the foundation of the world, he's had plenty to laugh about. I was up in uh, Grand Forks, and I'm Grand Forks, uh, North Dakota. My wife was born in Minot, and Grand Forks, these guys and gals, they spend all day on tractors and horses just thinking about parables, making them up. And then when they get together, they tell them, and they're so hilarious. They're funny. And we're in a, I speak in Grand Forks, and then we've got about 30 people at lunch in a sort of a horseshoe thing, and uh, um, we're going, and people just telling stories. It's absolutely wonderful. And there's an elderly couple, the woman's very gregarious, outgoing, and the man in their 80s, mid-80s maybe, and he sits there and he just kind of nods, and we're all doing these stories, and finally he goes, <clears throat> and the room goes silent. This is not about notoriety and platform, this is about respect, right? Because no family really has a place for notoriety and platform, not any kind of healthy kinship does. And so we're quiet, and he, he says, Well, you know you've been married a long time. When your wife gives up sex for Lent, and you don't find out till Good Friday. Come on, I am on the ground. I'm thinking that is the single funniest thing I've ever heard in my life, and only he could have said that. Our humanity and the wonder of it. You know, one of the things that is rising up and is representative in this community of voices, and I'm not talking just the speakers here, but they're quite representative of what is happening in a global sense. If this rug is the circle of us, who are the them? Is it ISIS? Is it the dispensationalist? Is it my people? Because ISIS and dispensationalism are almost exactly the same. I'm serious. They're both apocalyptic Right? And so it's, a, it's about mercy killing and getting the hell out of here before it all burns up. <laughs> that piece of ISIS is in me. For 20 bucks US, you can buy a child in Uganda. Our grandchild is Maisie, who comes from Uganda. For 20 bucks, 
well, 80 bucks. And as long as they're not circumcised, they can be sacrificed and put into corners of buildings to dedicate them to spirits. Because God is an appeasement God. Circumcision means that they already belong to somebody else, so they're damaged goods. I mean, this is the world we live in, broken. Who's us? At one point, all that existed only was the rock. Prior to time and matter and energy, there is a relationship of a great dance of other-centered, self-giving love. That's all there was. And when the choice was made to create, where were they going to create? There is no outside the rug. So they create inside, specifically in Jesus. Not one thing that has come into being has come into being apart from him. This is why you cannot be separated from the love of God. And no earthly thing can. Paul, tongue-in-cheek, says, this is a statement truly, truly worthy of full acceptance that Jesus Christ is the Savior of all humankind, especially believers. <laughs> and that is the circle of our humanity. 